Thank you for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. We're so happy to have you here with us today. We've got a great show lined up, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. How about you, Breezy? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm feeling super, just super about it. Great things are happening. We're here one more time, one more again, and, you know, we've got to make it rock. Yes, 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 indeed. And uh, we have an interview today with Mom on the Beats lined up, so you're going to want to make sure that you keep it locked. And of course, you know, we'll chat about current things happening in the music industry because we love to keep you informed. And uh, also just so you know that uh, the beats, instrumentals and stuff that you hear are all produced by me, A Chick With Beats. And you can always check them out at achickwithbeats.com. That's A-C-H-I-C-K-W-I-T-B-E-A-T-Z. Alright, so make sure you keep it locked right here on GrandeurRadio.com.
We are here in the building, the virtual building, if you will, with Mom on the Beats. How you doing? I'm good. What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? We are great. We're really, really, really excited to have you on the show. And we just want you to let the listeners know a little bit about who you are, your background, how you got started with the producing, and, you know, just fill us in. All right. Well, um... I technically have been producing for quite a while, but not not actually. I, I actually started back in 2006, and I went hard with it for about three years, um, and then I stopped for a long time, like 12 years. I really just started producing again in December of 2019, so I've only been I've been back to it for about six, what are we, August eight months now. So. Mm. Um, when I first started, I was into it hard, and I was working with a lot of uh, local uh, artists, and also working with some artists from different coasts and stuff like that. And I actually, um, the first go-around, got the opportunity to work with Il Camille. Um I did a, a, a song for her, um, also one of her mixtapes and stuff, so... You know, I was really big, big into it back then, and then I stopped and started doing the momming thing, and you know how that goes. Uh, so I've come back to it, and I came back to it using the name Mom on the Beat because the first time around I went by EQ, and this time I came back and I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm a little advanced in age. I have a little girl, um, and it's like you know my priority is to be mom. But I also have this passion for music, so incorporated the two, and I'll, voila, mom on the beat. So. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's beautiful. And I, I got into production actually. Um, my husband is also a producer, and so I used to go to the studio with him for hours, and I got so exhausted waiting for him, and I finally got to a point one day where I was like, "What's so great about this? Can you please explain?" and he showed me how to make a beat, and the rest is history. <laughs> That's amazing, right, Breezy? <laughs> oh, yeah, metamorphosis <laughs> with an exclamation point on it. And uh, yeah. I'm sure our, our listeners are receiving that, looking that up, looking that up, and doing uh, <laughs> information right there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, so, and just kind of to speak to what you were asking me, you say I show love all the time. The reason I show love, I specifically show love to the female producers because back when I first started doing this there weren't a lot of us um you know the platform was different back then back then you had MySpace and you don't have all the options that you have now and so the community of female producers was very very tiny um compared to what it is now so and and then from my own experience and like I said I I got pretty pretty deep into the to the craft um but I don't feel that I was getting the love and support I didn't have community Mm. and so when I see other females trying to do what they do I give them that community so you'll see me all over Instagram tagging (laughs) people's stuff up and showing them love because it's a it comes from a place of I didn't have that I want you to have it so that you can continue your craft because I stopped doing it because of the lack of love and so now uh, that I have the opportunity to come back to it and also the opportunity to show love to other female producers that's why you see me tagging everybody stuff up keep doing it I love what you're doing <laughs> whatever kind of words I can share with the sisters because I know how hard it is 
Well, you know, I, I got to say this. It was only about three days ago when someone on Instagram was really boasting and bragging about MySpace. And they actually still had their original uh, page. And they, did a, they made a screenshot of that page and uh, posted it on Instagram and were attracting some folks back to that. And so then I started scurrying, trying to figure out <laughs> what <laughs> Oh, and I'm, oh, that's so long ago. I don't even know how I got in there or what. I remember my page, but I, of course, don't know the steps or my password or whatever. But it seemed on that day, they were really pushing it for a resurgence. And that was only two or three days ago. Oh, mm. wow. Really? That would be that would be cool to go back to the MySpace days. You couldn't tell me nothing about my MySpace days. I had my little picture and my music in the background. And it, it was great. Yeah, yeah. If, if all of us could actually figure out what those passwords were, because this person had, they all of this time they never stopped using it. They never wow. stopped using. It. I didn't even know it's still. I didn't even know you could still access my page. Yeah, right. that's some dedication. But they actually reformatted it. Uh, I want to say about three years ago, and so it actually you know looked updated, but they still couldn't really draw in the users that they once had so yeah they're still trying to keep it going but you know it's, it's I don't want to say a lost cause but it's kind of hard just feeling like you're yelling into an empty tunnel <laughs> that no one else is listening <laughs> to so, yeah. they, they, they even they even they even went ahead and posted the that original picture of Tom with the white t-shirt on wow on Instagram this week and they were they were really rocking with <laughs> My yeah yeah but uh you know just getting back to what we were talking about with the community and you know just a little background for the listeners that's actually how we got connected because a lot of times i would post things and you know sometimes people just kind of watch or whatever without saying anything but mom on the beach was always there showing support showing love and so you know that's one of the things it's like you know what to have the amount of skill and experience that you have, you know, sharing it with other people, that's something that you don't really see that often, you know, male or female. So it's really awesome it's, what you're doing. Yeah, so. it's, it's really, it's really sad to see that, you know, I, 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 you know, like you said, people, they don't say nothing, but mm-hmm. you know that they're watching. Um, and, and, and like I said, you'll see, I go around, I'm sure you see me come across you see all the people that you follow, you probably mm-hmm. see me on their pages or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, truly, I know what it's like to, to try to do this and, and not have the, 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 that, that, the extra support that you need as a female, because mm-hmm. like I said, I, when I first did this, I got pretty high up there. Like, you know, I was in big bait beat battles and stuff. I was actually in the same Red Bull as Ill Mind and Frank Duke mm. um, when I did it. So I had competed with some major players in the music industry. And I, I wish that I had the community that exists now when I was doing it because Lord knows who we're, who I would be right now had, <laughs> uh, had I had that community. So that's why I see when I see women who have, uh, who, who have a talent, I support them because I know how, how important the support is to help cultivate them 
because if they don't have the support, it could be the greatest thing. And if they don't feel nobody cares, they'll mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. I did it. I was there. I've done it. I've been there. I've done that. And so that's why I'm always trying to make sure I support the ladies because it's tough out there. But at the same time, I do see now it seems that the time is coming for the ladies in the industry. I'm starting to see a, a movement towards it. Especially if you see Beyonce just sign uh, two female producers to her yeah. roster. Yeah. They're, they're called Nova Way. They're called Nova Way. And they are just, just top notch. They got signed by Beyonce. So that lets me know. That, that makes me proud. It makes me happy to see women fighting for their place in the right. industry. And I'm here for it. So that's why I'm always giving my little kind words. I give my kind words, especially to the ladies who never give me any kind words because, mm. you know, we, we suffer from that whole, I'm better than you or I'm in competition with you as females all the time. And so of course it's gonna extend into any other space. And so I don't do that. I'm not here to compete with anybody. I'm here to just be who I am. And then if I like what you're doing, I'm going to support what you're doing, too. We should not be in competition with each other. We should be right. showing love and support. Yeah, there's enough room for all of us to do what we do. And, you know, you see that often as far as, uh, you know, rappers as well. So it's like, oh, yeah. she's the queen of rap. And it's like you can see men operate in the same space without that same kind of comparison. But for whatever reason, anytime it's multiple women in the spotlight, they do whatever they can to kind of, you know, pit us against each other. And yeah, it doesn't need to be that way. And we, we actually, we allow them to do it, though, because yeah. we take that, oh, we take what we we perceive as oh they showing me love they hyping me up they doing that no they're not they're they're, they're cat calling they're actually mm -hmm. making they're actually putting you in a realm to compete against somebody who could be an ally to you and if right. we if we if we supported each other and worked with each other we would go further that's true in mm -hmm. any social aspect when you work together and support each other you grow so yes. Sound yeah. alarm for that underlying what you just said, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Because you know, I I could be I see a lot I see a few ladies who get on there and say, like, Ain't nobody better than me or I'm this or I'm that and I could get up there and say I'll kill everybody, but I don't do that because <laughs> there's no reason <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, if you know that you're you have a skill set and, and, and the to me you show that you're good at what you do by constantly growing in what you do and 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 working with others to get better at it not by competing with other people that's not that's not what i do yes that's so beautiful um you know you mentioned about you know the red bull experience would you mind giving us a little bit of background on what that was like for you because i mean that's big um, time. I don't want to gloss over that at all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Red, Red Bull was at this point 12 years ago. Um, yeah, because it was 2008. So it was an awesome opportunity for me, um, especially as a very new producer. I, I was only in the game or in the craft for maybe a year and a half, at the most two years mm. at the point that I got selected to be in that. And like I said, it's a major platform. I think they still do do they still do a, a big tune uh, battle uh, every year. I, I think they've kind of put it into the South by Southwest um, mm. 
the South by South format and they do it there. But at, you know, at, at the time that it was popular, it was a, it was a pretty big deal. You, you basically you submit the music to your city, and they pick, let's say, twelve people. Those twelve people battle, and it gets narrowed down to the two um, to represent the city, and then they fly all of the the semifinalists and finalists to the final battle, which the year that I did it, the final battle was in New York. And mm-hmm. um, so so me and the group that won, they're called Foul Mob. They, they actually produced for like Kurt Cobain. They did Drink In My, drink in my Cup. They mm. did that beat. Um, oh. <laughs> so I, yeah, like I told you, everybody that was on that roster that I, F1 from out of Dallas, F1 was in the competition. Wow. Ill Mind was in the competition. <laughs> Frank Duke, C6, all of these established major producers. Um, I got the honor of being in competition with them. And so, and like I said, this was in 2008 when female producers were few and far between. And so I, I was really proud of that um, experience. But at the same time, that experience is kind of what helped to push me back out of music because it happened so fast. Mm. Um, everything happened so fast. It happened too quickly and without support and um, community. Mm-hmm. All of that pressure on top of me is kind of what pushed me back into the shadows. And I stayed hidden for 12 years and now I'm back out. So I'm inspired because now I see those guys who were new producers at the time have become the people that everybody wants to be in the industry. Mm-hmm. And that gives me, it gives me, that gives me the confidence to say, here I am 45 years old and I'm trying to make beats again, but I, I played with the best. So I can do it again. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm motivated and I've come back. Um, just to the craft just to do the music because it, it was missing in my own personal space so mm. um but yeah rebel was a great experience for me and i really beat battles in general i think are a good way for new young um you know aspiring producers to to kind of get a name for themselves get a following get you know get themselves out there um but the funny thing is now that I'm back doing music, everybody who is familiar with that wants me to be in a beat battle. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I already proved myself. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I was in the biggest beat battle there is. I ain't got no time to do no other beat battles. And not only that, I've moved past that. I'm not a beat battle producer. You have to be a certain kind of producer to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not who I am. I'm, I'm, you know, I just do whatever I feel at this time. So, but yeah, Man. that was that, that was Red Bull. And actually, my the year that I was in it, the year before, my husband was in it, and my husband and I were actually in the competition um, with each other in 2008. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're we're like the first husband and wife. I'm the first female to ever be in in, in Red Bull. So. Wow. That is incredible, man. I, I, I got chills just listening <laughs> to the story that you're explaining it. That's, man, especially because what later, Ill, Ill Mind went on to uh, uh, host some of the lectures 
<laughs> so yeah. yeah, just for the listeners out there that may not know, like yeah, like she said, yeah. she was with some heavy hitters. So, heavy yeah, hitters. Yeah, and um, the the guy that won Seasick at the time, he was seventeen. Um, so he's about almost thirty years old, probably by now, and he's he's big time too. He actually just did a few cuts on Vic Mensa's um, release mm. that just came out that just came out yesterday. So these guys are all doing major things. Like I am so proud to watch <laughs> them grow and all of that, but then I'm mad at myself for for throwing the towel in for you know but not going for mine because i could have been the person to be the one to have all the ladies come up under me and i could have been the one to help break the first you know mm. uh big female producer so I, there's a lot of regrets on my part but you know we don't have time for that we move forward so i'm just right. back in the game and here we go <laughs> and the thing yeah the thing is your story is still inspiring especially right now to everyone listening so you know like you say no no tears lost over what could have been but what you've been through is already a foundation for people to build upon now so you broke ground when there weren't women out there doing that or getting the exposure for doing that. So that still means something, regardless of whether or not you took a break. You know, you, you helped lay the foundation for, you know, yeah. people like me to come up. So, yeah, kudos to you. Hats off to you. And, man, are you just soaking in all this awesomeness, Breezy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the major, my major word goes back again to uh, the word I used before, the metamorphosis and, uh, of mom. See, now, you know, it, it's a different dimension. Um, she's got, uh, experience. She's got the knowledge and, and has, you know, been hands on. So, see, that metamorphosis has led her to a place there. You, you might as well guarantee to say that there are people out there that, um, want to be where you are. They want to know what you know. They want to have experience. So that metamorphosis, uh, even though, you know, there were some, some differences or some, uh, changes in the pattern, it still has, uh, been everlasting. And see, now it's, it's developing even more on a different dimension. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm, and now, you know, I've, I've taken the place of, of, uh, student because, the music is different now. The uh, platform, the platforms to market yourself and to build your brand and all. It wasn't like this. I, when I first started doing this, we were still in the, hey, you want to buy my CD for $5? <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't, there wasn't all of this electronic assets and where you put your own distribution. There was none of the, the, the stuff that exists now that helps it to be easier to, to, to really get yourself out there. But this is new for me. So I am doing uh, on top of, um, you know, re, relearning the craft itself and learning the new music and what, what people are into. I'm also having to learn the game. Um, cause this is all new to me. This whole Instagram and TikTok and all of this stuff. I didn't, I didn't know how to do any of this. So. I, I, I am truly the student at this point. And so this whole eight month period has been a whole time for me to learn and study and to watch to help me, you know, get stronger in what I'm doing. So, um, you know, I'm still a little rusty in some of my stuff, but I, I'm getting there. I'm, just, I'm more excited about it this go around than I was the first time. And, and like I said, I, I, 
I'm pretty advanced in age, but I say if Mike Dean can be almost 60 years old and be making the hottest <laughs> hip hop records, then Mom on the Beach can do it too. <laughs> right, right. And you know, it's crazy too because you look at all these other genres and really hip hop is the only one that kind of participates in ageism. But when you yep. think about how old hip hop is itself, the fans are going to grow old. So, I mean, not to say that there's anything wrong with like some of the newer things that come out, but me, myself, at where I'm at in age, I don't necessarily want to listen to some of the new stuff that's out on the radio. I want to listen to people who are dealing with the same experiences and stuff. And, you know, you had mentioned earlier about becoming a mom and kind of adjusting things. So, yeah, I was like, I'm not interested in the same things I was when I was, you know, 17, 20, you know. Not saying that I'm too exactly. far off for that. Let me let me clarify that for the listeners. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know we we grow, and that doesn't mean that we love hip hop any less. So I, I firmly believe that no matter what age you are, still keep doing what you want to do. So yeah, to anybody out there that's listening, nope, you're not too old to rap. You're not too old to produce. Keep doing what you do. There's a a market out there that needs what you have to offer. Exactly. And that's why I said I don't do uh the same stuff that, that you know, like the sounds that folks do now. Um I, I don't do that mainly because it sound everybody sound it all sounds alike. It all sounds yeah. the same to me. It's it's the same eight oh eight drum, it's the same rim shot, it's the same hi hi, it's the same <laughs> snare. And it's like yeah. there's only so many beats like that that you can make before it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this all sounds the same. It's not organic. I do organic stuff. Um, what I do is organic. It may not be appealing to everybody, but it appeals to me. It's what I feel at the moment, and that's what I do. I'm not here to, to, to sound like everybody else. I'm here to present my expression, and I can only do, present my expression by doing what I like. So yeah. now, don't that doesn't mean that I can't. I can't do what they do I just don't want to do it right you choose not to right exactly yeah let's talk a little bit about where you're from because you know (laughs) the regions and stuff that we tend to spend most of our time kind of shape what we do musically so yeah can you let us know a little bit about where you're from and how that's influenced you musically Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure you could tell that I'm not from Houston by the way I talk. So, <laughs> I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually originally from New York, but I've been in Houston since 2003. So, I've been here for quite a while. And um, the influence of both is heavy in me because, you know, growing up in New York, I, I in the 90s, I got exposed to the best music there was at that time. Underground hip hop. Um, is basically what what raised me, um, mm. and then then to come here to the south and have exposure to the elements that they they use and and the kind of music that it, like you know Houston has its own sound because um, mm. they do the like the chopped and screwed stuff, but Houston itself the, they they have their own sound, and so my sound is actually a blend of all of that, um, and then. Um, I have Latin background. My mother and father are um, from Latin countries. And so, of course, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, actually Afro-Caribbean because my mom uh, is from Nicaragua and we listen to reggae, soca, uh, mm-hmm. Spanish music, all of that. So all of this music has helped to kind of um, help me hone in my sound and 
like somebody said to me before that I have hardcore hip hop with a bounce. Mm. <laughs> so, um, but that's from the the just the different uh, music I've been to exposed to throughout my life, and the different music I listen to. Because like I listen to, I listen to Latin music. I listen to um, soca. I listen to reggae. I listen to everything because um, that's that's basically how I grew up, and I exposed my daughter to the same thing, um, so that she has that that wealth of music exposure in her her growing up that's so so dope don't you think so breezy yeah you know and, and it's, it's it's uh the, the school you know some people use the phrase old school but i'm using a totally different one as in the school mm, yep so, you know, <laughs> the school has got a lot of depth and uh so, you know, my hat's off to you for what you're doing and the flow that you've got uh yourself firmly implanted in and um i always have been one that you know, once you mention the Caribbean or the Latin, oh, I'm all, I'm all in for that. <laughs> because, because there are a lot. There are, you know, we gotta, we gotta mention there are a lot who are not, and so those are certain um, elements that they're missing completely. Mm. Oh, they may be all into what they're doing, and that's great. You know, no disrespect to anybody, but I'm just saying right here. You know, the moment you mention Latin. That just takes it to another level that, to me, is very engrossing, is very inspiring, is very, it just leads to participation, and it leads me to smiles. Yeah. Once I start smiling, it's over, okay? And so <laughs> the Latin influences, the Caribbean influences, yeah, you know, um, hey, that's a, like 12 thumbs up. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the truth is, I... I try to do any kind of music because I like all kinds of music. And so you can't pigeonhole yourself because you might say, I don't know how to make that. I, you got to try. You don't know if you know how to make it or not if you don't try. And so, you know, I also have to reach back culturally. I, I have one of my, like, one of my friends that I grew, you know, grew, grew up with. He DM'd me the other day and he said, E, of course, my name is Erica. So E and EQ, that's where that came from. And so a lot of people, a lot of people, even though I'm mom on the beach now and that's what I claim, they refuse to call me mom on the beach. They will only, <laughs> they will only call me EQ. The, the old school people will only call me EQ. They refuse to call me mom. <laughs> but um, he, he said to me, like, mom, you need to deep into your heritage dig deeper into your heritage he's like you, you did a couple of years he's like you need to really dig into the heritage and make some fire so I, I think I'm going to really take that um I, you know you always get an idea you know how this is to be you get an idea and then you file it in your mental cabinet mm. but then you get another idea and it gets covered <laughs> over and you forget yeah. but I've been I've definitely been taking lots of notes from folks um who are who, who've been kind of saying in the background like egging me on like here do this do that do that so um, the Caribbean, Latin Caribbean. I, I actually did a, 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 a bachata beat recently, but I'm gonna do a. I need to do a reggae beat, um, a, a reggae or reggaeton beat, and I think that might be my next, my next little try. I'm gonna try to do one of those. So. But yeah, I, I, I have to. I have to. I, I have to represent part of my culture. Um, otherwise, I'm not really being myself if I don't 
incorporate my life and my true experience into my music, then I'm not being real. So I have to do my Latin music. I have to do my Caribbean stuff because that's that's part of who I actually am. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's incredible. And you know, some of the best hip hop songs or like even beats in particular have come from the fusion of people listening to different types of music. So like I've had people that are just straight you know in the hip-hop like they don't listen to anything else like oh yeah so what do you listen to in a sample my response is usually more than hip-hop so yeah like it's, it's an eclectic genre on its own so you can't just listen to that and expect you know to just make what's considered as classic hip-hop you have to expand your horizon especially if something's already in you a part of your culture a part of your heritage yeah that's yeah. beautiful, especially you mentioned the bachata. That that was my my flow. We go to the Latin clubs. That's like the only thing I could dance to comfortably. <laughs> but, uh, I was like, I don't even have the steps for all this stuff, but I can do this. But yeah. well, see, the truth is, like with salsa and merengue and bachata and all of that, that's mm-hmm. African music. That's that's naturally our bloodline. That's mm-hmm. wrong. That's our that's our that is African music. And so Latin music. Um, not Tejano so much, obviously, but like the the, the Batrata, the Merengue, the Salsa, mm-hmm. and also, of course, Caribbean music. That's all African music. And so mm-hmm. in order to do hip-hop music, which is African music, you got to mm-hmm. use drums. You use drums and everything. And those are other forms of music. So why can't they be melted together? They're all part of who we are culturally. It's all Africa. It all comes from the same place. And so it can all be utilized the same way. We have to stop being closed-minded because mm-hmm. hip-hop ain't selling the most music. This Latin music is selling big. The Maluma uh, is is a, a Latin artist. He just dropped his album yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nas dropped his album yesterday. Who do you think is going to get the most streams, the most <laughs> downloads, the most purchases? Because... The truth is that right now, Latin people are are becoming the majority. And so, you know, we have to stop pigeonholing ourselves and say, I'm just going to make fire hip hop beats because that's not really what sells. Hip hop music does not sell like country music or pop music or Latin music. And so we have to we have to start understanding that we love our stuff, but we have to either borrow or use other stuff and start bringing them over so that we can start selling the same way that, that those other types of music sell. So that's why I, 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 don't my, I don't pigeonhole myself. I don't say I just make this kind of beat. I don't because you never know. It might be that that, that weak hit, that weak reggae beat that you made that you sell <laughs> and actually becomes a hit. So you, I don't, I don't, I'm not closed-minded in, in any way. I'll make any kind of beat. I'll make rock. I'll make whatever I feel because everything sells um, if, if it's good. So. Right, right. So, uh, you know, could you let us know what's coming down the pipeline for you? I know uh, the whole <laughs> pandemic is kind of throwing people off a little bit, but yeah, if you could let our listeners know what to expect from you coming up yeah. here soon. Uh, I have a couple of things. Uh, my husband and I, um, like I said, we're a work production team, so I'm mom on the beach and he's deviac, but we're we're actually a team, a production team, and we go by the Hensons, which is actually mm-hmm. our name. Where my name is Erica Henson. Um, so we we do music together, and we actually are releasing a sing a single. Um, I've been advertising it kind of, sorta, 
uh, here lately, but we're going to be pushing for release of it very shortly. So um, the single is called I Choose You, um, and it's an R&B track, and it features an artist um, that, I, that I actually came across on Instagram. Well, I didn't come across her. The writer came across her, and um, mm. but her name, is, her name is Anna Moore. She's in Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. and she's, she, she's very, very talented young lady. Um, so we have that single coming. We're going to release it as a maxi single uh, because we're releasing the full song, the instrumental, and we're also doing a reprise. Um, uh, mm. So it's going to be a maxi single that we release. And then I also have some stuff coming, uh, coming down the pipe. I just got added to another production team out of New Jersey, and they are mm. a great boom. It's a boom bop, hip hop, straight hardcore hip hop production team called the Unfatables, and so mm. they just add they just added me to their team. I'm really excited about that because I'm like I, I, I was really surprised that they asked me because I'm like I'm not straight boom bap. I can do straight <laughs> boom bap, but I'm not. But they said that they love my melodies, and so we're going to be incorporating some of my original melodies and stuff like that to sample to make hip hop. And they have they have a couple of signed artists that they're working with um, that will be doing some releasing uh, at the end of this year or early into next year. So I'm really looking forward to that because I might actually get my first major placement through it. Mm. Um, so that's coming up. And then my husband and I, again, are also doing our own beat tape. Um, and we're, we're probably going to be releasing that towards the end of this year. So, And I have a few singles with different artists here and there. And um, I'm working with another person on his full LP, and he's in South Africa. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of... I have a lot of stuff. The internet really gives you a lot of opportunities. So I'm, <laughs> I'm using this, this, this the electronic exposure to my advantage. So yeah, we, we got we got a few things coming. So you 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 should see some stuff soon. Incredible! Hats off to you. Don't you say so, Breezy? Like I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And and then another aspect, an additional aspect is. Um, you know, we're all focused on, on uh, the pandemic and so on and so forth. However, you know, and, and other artists have been fortunate enough to do this or that, you know, concerning the, the uh, social distancing and so forth. But just this morning, you know, I got a call. See, I'm a guitarist and somebody invited me to uh, a social distancing set tonight. Oh, okay. But, you know, they were specifically speaking in terms of social distancing and so on and so forth. But see, when you uh, transfer that to you, See, that's right down your line as well. So it's right down our. <laughs> just, a few, just a few weeks ago, we were all closed in, shut in. But see, now it's starting to seep out somewhat. So the the person who's talented like you can actually be in the place. You know, you, you take care of yourself as far as the protection is concerned, and you stay with the social distancing and, and so forth. But you still can get that live kick in there because it's starting to open back up to a certain extent in certain places. Well, Texas has never really, uh, (laughs) that's why we have high numbers because (laughs) these folks folks here are, um, nah, I'm not going to get political, but they're not mask wearers. wearers. They they think it's a fake virus and it's political, Mm. so they they don't uh, adhere. And honestly, I have been locked up in the house. Um, since it all started because I, I have major health issues that if I get exposed I could be one of those that's bad mm-hmm. off so mm-hmm. 
I've enjoyed it because I get to stay home. My family is here <laughs> with me and they're safe. I see what they're doing at all times. And most importantly, I can make music. So I don't mm-hmm. mind it. I don't mind it at all. <laughs> I actually am enjoying it. And, and thankfully with what we do, we don't have to be in, in the public eye. We could just send them what they need and let the artists have their music and they, they'll still mm-hmm. represent for us because they, they'll do the performing and we can still stay home and be safe. So mm-hmm. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, yeah, before we wind this down, can you make sure that you let the listeners know everywhere that they can follow you and all the platforms they can find your music? Because, yeah, obviously, you've been listening. She's dropping some bombs that you're going to want. So make sure that you follow her everywhere that she tells you to. <laughs> well, I, I on pretty much every platform, um, I go by mom on the beach. And that's not pretty, that's not hard. There's a lot of periods in there because... <laughs> Uh, mom is obvious. I'm truly a mom, um, but M O M actually stands for something else. Um, it, it it is. I'm not a female producer. I'm not a. I'm a producer. I am a maker of music. I am not a female producer. I'm not a male producer. I'm just a maker of music. So that's what mom actually stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mom on the beat on pretty much every platform. Um, and except Twitter, I think Twitter is EQ of DZ at music. Um, but on every platform, and you can see if you see that pink hat and, and my cartoon <laughs> and everything, then you know you're right to the right place. So awesome, <laughs> awesome. We thank you so much for being on with us today. We appreciate all the knowledge and information and sharing your experience with us. And Breezy, I know you support this, but we got to have you back sometime soon. Absolutely. Let's have her back. You know, and, and I was hesitating there because it's something was conjuring up in my brain. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of, you know, the, the word education, but then, you know, it just came up edumomcation. That's right. Because, you know, hey, you know, you're, you're, you're a maker of music. You're educating folks. You know, you're leading them to the, to the land where, hey, you know, the smiles are, the grooves are, the participation is. And, um, you know, so edge of momcation, you know, that's, 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 hey, that's not that far off the road. That's actually right in the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also, you know, I, I'm, I'm also trying to get my daughter in there with me. And so she'll come in there occasionally. She comes in there occasionally, but for the most part, she's like, I don't like rap music, mommy. Why does everybody want to be a rapper? And I'm like, well, obviously you have been in the suburbs too long. We need to get you to but, but when, um, but I do. I, uh, she's an extension of mom, um, so I, I am actually trying to get her to pick the craft up as well. Between my husband and I, we're gonna browbeat her into it eventually. <laughs> and, and, then, and then, additionally, additionally. Um, sometimes it's being in the suburbs wherever you are, you know, and, and you come up to the traffic light and the, that person next to, to you in the other vehicle, they're like rocking with some kind of beat and you say, huh? They, out here? Out here? Yeah, it is out here. Nah, she's, yeah. just, she's only, 
she's only seven years old, and so oh, okay. Okay. she she so her music experience is pretty limited. She just hears whatever we play for her and everything. Okay. But but she, you know, like most little kids, they they like what the other little kids like, and so the little kids at school like Billy Bill, Billy and Elish and, yeah. and you know that Ariana Grande and that kind of stuff. So to her, that is what music is supposed to be. Where yeah. I'm like, girl, yeah. you need some real hip hop, girl. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Trust, trust, trust me, mom. Trust me now. You know, the seven years old, that's okay. So, you know, that's a great comfort zone. But I'm pretty much going to say, you know, by the time that is 16 or 17, that will have veered into Shame. a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> by the time, hopefully by the time she's 16 or 17, I can really be mom and she can make all the beats. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Yes, that'd be beautiful. Yeah, she'll, be, she'll be saying, she'll be saying, okay, mom, check this one out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, we appreciate you joining us. It was great to have you on. Can't wait to have you back sometime soon. I appreciate the invite. I really, really, really do. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to share. I, I do. All right, mm-hmm. we appreciate your story. Oh, yeah. It's a mom Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, I, I, you know, on on the on my side, you know, I really have enjoyed this. I've absorbed, and uh, you know, you can tell when the, when it swings to a positive tip, you know, it's all good. And see, you swung to a positive tip right from the start of the show, and so it's been completely enjoyable, um, just you know, effervescent and you know, educational too. But uh, it's just a, a warm flow. And so, you know, I, I just uh, have enjoyed every moment of this and looking forward to you coming back in the future. Oh, I appreciate it. I look forward to it. Oh, All yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, peace. Man, that was such an incredible interview with Mom on the Beats. I can't wait to have her back. All those gems and that she dropped and all the knowledge and information and her energy was just so incredible to have on the show. You know that? Yeah, hey, you hit it right. You hit it out the park with that because she hit it. You know, she <laughs> super califragilistic. I mean, you know, and then the way she explains things and so forth, you know, uh, I'm just all in. I'm all in hey. because it's an exciting time. Indeed. So you guys make sure that you check her out everywhere. Check out her music. You know, offer all the support that you can. And yeah, just seriously can't wait to have her back again soon. So, uh, you know, a little bit dipping into some of the things that have happened since our last show was uh, Triller is now throwing their hats in the ring to purchase TikTok for about $20 billion with 10 up front and the other 10 to come in later. So Triller was actually the first to market before TikTok, but just kind of got eclipsed by them. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. As for right now, there's so many contenders, like including uh, Microsoft and Walmart. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, but, you know, the whole thing, the, the way this whole thing came about, in my opinion, my opinion only was was really a downer okay so you know everybody that's listening you do your own investigating and you'll see how this whole thing came about and where it came from and so but hey it's resulting in another opportunity for another business which i feel is really really great it really is it really is 
All right, we'll get back to the beats and come back with more information a little bit later. the music break we were just talking about what was going on with tiktok and uh, just another little tidbit to throw into the mix is that tiktok is owned by bite dance and amidst all this craziness you know how they say all publicity is good publicity so so far they've had 15.2 million installs so for their music app even though you know tiktok is the one that most people focus on but for the music streaming they're actually pulling in more users right now so yeah although some of the events surrounding that may have been unfortunate the mother company is actually benefiting quite nicely well you know we need some of that publicity right there (laughs) (laughs) that's rolling in that's rolling in we need that Right, right. And, and a lot a lot of other folks do, too. <laughs> Indeed. Also, Amazon Music has integrated their Twitch platform. So now all artists on Amazon Music can stream directly on Amazon Music through Twitch, which is a huge coup for music artists everywhere, because there are some platforms that have kind of been dabbling in the ability to offer music streaming and live performances, Q&As, or whatever kind of content the artist wants to get to their fans. But it was usually reserved for, you know, those with a high following, the popular celebrities who actually don't really need that much of a push. But Amazon Music kind of gave us a, a head start here by allowing independent artists to be able to do the same thing. And I think it's really, really incredible. Um, that just dropped uh, Tuesday of this past week and so you know if you don't have a twitch account you should get one make sure that you link it with your amazon music account and also if you don't have an amazon music account or amazon music for artists you want to make sure that you get that set up as well it'll be an easier way to reach everyone that wants to hear your music uh, during this time that we're kind of 
moving away from live shows or you know just kind of still practicing social distancing well you know that right there is another testimonial concerning for all of the, the music heads out there you can really get a, a an up-to-date true-to-life education just by zoning into this show mm-hmm. because every day every time every week a chick with beats always brings it as far as um, setting you up with the latest of whatever's happening in the business music world. Okay? And as we always allude to, one more again, music mm-hmm. is a business. And so it's part of the business world. And if you're an artist and you're not open to that, then you're missing out totally. Music is a business. And so, but this is the spot. So, so keep it hot right here. of Music Marvels with the Chicklet Beats and Breezy Gibson on GranderRadio.com. We thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, we can't wait to do it again next week, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm already hyped. I'm already hyped. You know what? With this show, I stay hyped. And so it's just <laughs> another example of the goodness and greatness that's coming out right here from this spot. All right. Make sure you keep it locked. And we'll see you next week. Peace.